BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Well, we're now on from one to four. It's been a week already, over a week. Uh, if you weren't aware of that, well, we're telling you, and if you can't listen to us live between one and four, you can pick us up on the podcast at kfiam640.com. It's easy to find on the John and Ken page. Or use the iHeartRadio app. Same thing. Uh, we got words, John. We still got words. Coming up in about 15 minutes, another keyword. You follow the instructions and you have a shot at $1,000 here on KFI with their cash refill contest. Um, as you know, the state of California likes to be a leader, often in bad ideas. Under a new state regulation, 35% of the new 2026 car models sold in California must be zero emissions. And in 2035, that will be 100%. The next sentence in this story from Cal Matters is, powering the vehicles means the state must triple the amount of electricity produced and deploy new solar and wind energy at almost five times the pace of the past decade. Does anybody hear that and not go, are you kidding me? Well, it's impossible. All this is impossible. And as we go through the list of things that California would have to do, keep in mind three words. High-speed rail. Remember, they've gone 15 years now and not laid down an inch of high-speed rail track. 15 years. And when you see... What they're supposed, the kind of infrastructure that they're supposed to build and build fast, you, you, really, you really wonder, is this all just, you know, grand virtue signaling? Oh, because it's like saying, well, we did something, but maybe we'll never do it. But so what? We said we would. These were our intentions. These were our aspirations. And they're good intentions, right? I, Which is what virtue signaling is, right? Well, uh, Just symbolic intentions. 
because the next paragraph is good too. The California Air Resources Board enacted the mandate last August, and just six days later, California's power grid was so taxed by heat waves that an unprecedented 10-day emergency alert warned residents to cut electricity use or face outages. Well, and we only have, what, 1% of the state electric cars, 2% maybe? or well, that, uh, what, At that time we did, yeah. What, what What's the... Uh... 35 percent in 2026 2026 is now just three years away where's the market for this who are well, they the market is growing last year 17 percent of the new car sales were evs in the state that's a big jump but that is more because of gas prices and people's reaction right to them. And, and yeah and you'll also have it's mostly wealthier people who can afford well, these things i'm looking now car ads have returned to tv and they're they're almost all evs now so they must be somewhat more affordable because you can't reach the average consumer by uh, advertising pricey EVs. But a lot of the car companies beyond Tesla now are offering electric vehicles. I didn't look up the prices. I can't say. They're, probably, they're obviously cheaper than gas, uh, more expensive than gas-powered cars. But, um, but you, the, the idea must be they well, must not be completely out of reach well, of most buyers. But the thing is, there's nowhere to charge these cars. And I, I mean... I, I I can't get my mind around this. People, for example, who live in apartments, where are they going to plug it in? That there, there's no charging stations at people's workplaces. This idea that everybody is going to conform and we're all going to charge, you know, certain hours of the day or night. Well, we're going to be able to live our lives freely without restrictions. You can't with an electric car, not the way the system is set up now. They have hardly any charging stations in the country. Now, they're claiming the California Energy Commission says, actually, the power used during peak hours by EV charging is only 1%. It'll jump to 5% in 2030 and then 10% in 2035. But we, ha- we have a 0% margin of error we during do. the peak uh, season. During those hot times, right. we have no margin of error. So 10% right. is the same as one-tenth of 1%. It's... It's beyond the, the electrical grid's capabilities. Now, now here's the things they have to do. They have to convince drivers to charge their cars during off-peak hours. So no charging between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. Well, you're not going to convince me now, to do that. A lot of people might come home from work and say, my car needs a charge. I'm all out. And they might want to plug it in. No, you have to wait till but, after 9. But why do I want to trade in the freedom to go to a gas station 24 hours a day for this idea that I have to charge between four and nine. What if I want to drive somewhere between four and nine? Well, I can't except, do both. Did you look at the chart? It is a lot cheaper to charge your car than to gas up your oh, car. Did you see the comparison? Yes, charge? I did. But they're gonna they're gonna try to coerce you by charging outrageous prices outside of their uh, well then you just have to period. charge you have to but, charge your car but, off peak. But why do I want to do that? I can go to the because gas station. You don't want to pay the high price. They're selling. But look at the difference. A Tesla Model 3, $65 to drive 1,000 miles. In a Toyota Camry, $235 you have to pay in gas. That's what's motivating some people to switch over to electric. Except That's a big difference. They're going to jack up the electricity prices. I know, but not to, not to that extreme. But to be two thirty four to sixty five, I don't think it's going to be. Look how quickly the electricity prices have gone up. And there's going to be a shortage of electricity. What happens when you have a shortage of anything? The prices go up. They're going well, to constantly be manip- manipulating the prices to try to get us not to use electricity. During 
those peak hours, right? Right. Four to nine. Right. Well, again, what? What? No, some people will just put up with it. They'll charge their car after nine, I'm, or they'll I'm, charge I, it earlier. There's well, always some people that will, yeah. but I'm talking the va- the vast majority of people. It's it's making life inconvenient and annoying, really inconvenient and annoying. Well, I just don't think these car companies would be building all these EVs and running all these ads if they didn't think there was a market for what it. If I may be surprised. Wrong? What if they're they wrong? could be wrong? They could be wrong. But this is different than anything I've seen before. Because you and I have seen this push for EVs before, and uh, it didn't succeed. Uh, They have to build solar and wind at an unprecedented pace. Shifting to all renewables requires at least six gigawatts of new resources a year for the next 25 years. That's a pace that's never been met before. Okay, so since they can't build everything fast enough, what's going to happen when there's this constant electricity shortage? It's going to be in the news. So why people will people... go back to gas cars. Well, I, <laughs> if, if, if it becomes too much of a pain, yes. That's there's what a, well, do. there's a lot of people who are going to wait if they're smart until the electrical grid is built. They have to build and... 15 times more public chargers. About 1.2 million chargers will be needed for the 8 million electric cars expected in the state by 2030. Currently, there's 80,000 statewide. There's 80,000. They need 1.2. They have to go to 8 million. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I ask. So who's going to jump in and do this? Uh, you're going to wait until everything's built, but everything is never going to get built because you're dealing with unrealistic goals here, and you're dealing with the state of California, which, again, can't build a reservoir, can't build high-speed rail. I know. But, you know, in the battle it, between convenience and price, I think uh, a lot of people are going to move towards price. And I think that was borne out last year with the 17% of car sales being EVs. They're looking at these gas prices. And that's the plan. They're happy that your gas prices are very high in California. will continue to go high because they want you to consider something else. They want you to stop driving a gas-powered car. So what, are they going to start at at $2 a tax to the gas? Uh, Well, we, we talked about this so much last year that because they have limited so much of oil and gas development in the state that's curtailed the supply. And if that continues, this price is just going to go up again. Now, we've, we've dropped a few a bit in the last couple of months, but they think, I, I don't think $5 a gallon is going away. Nobody finds this r- r- ridiculously uh, obnoxious and oppressive and something to vote against, something to drive these people out of office. This is all unnecessary. The other 49 states aren't doing this. No. The other 49 states are, are enjoying gasoline that's like 280 a gallon. And so what are we dealing with all these complications? It's like, well, you can charge between 4, four o'clock and 9 o'clock. Well, I don't want to. F you. What are you, tell, why are you constantly telling me what to do? Why are you get, oh, well, we're going to charge you $8 a gallon. What's the point of living here then? Really, what is the point of living in the state of California when there's 49 states that'll uh, let you drive a gas-powered car for two eighty eight a gallon? Yeah, see, here's the, Instead, the selling point. point. For PG&E customers, charging an electric car when rates are lowest between midnight and 3 p.m. is like paying $2 for a gallon of gas. That's their selling point. If it stays there. Remember the promise they made to solar panel? Uh, people who put solar panels on their roof? Oh, yeah. Right? That they were going to be able to uh, uh, sell the excess energy back to the state? To the state, right. And what did they do this year? They got rid of that deal. All right, coming up next. I don't know why anybody would trust them. 
The rich people are meeting in Davos, Switzerland. It's largely to be avoided, but there is one speaker that we're going to play what he had to say because it was exactly about what we're talking about. Electric cars and the materials they need for those cars, particularly, oh, look at that, my co-host, Cobalt. Uh, John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. The keyword is next, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, we have this uh, wealthy gathering in Davos, Switzerland, uh, the World Economic Forum, which brings together the billionaires, along with some political leaders, to discuss all of the world's problems, of which I don't recall anything ever coming out of this that mattered. But it's one prostitutes. Thing, we went through this yesterday. It's there the are, well, there was one hooker who was interviewed, yes. But there's a hundred hookers there. That was according to a report from 2020, yes. Yes. Well, yeah, they're they're back. It's good money. Um, anyway, there is one piece of audio worth playing, since we were just talking about California's attempt to get us all to drive electric vehicles. That discussion, of course, was the strain on the power grid in California. Would it be able to hold up? This is about another aspect of EVs, and that's the minerals required to make the batteries in the cars. One of the big ones is John Cobalt, because I just like saying that. His name is similar to the material called Cobalt. C-O-B-A-L-T is the uh, yes. how you spell the material. We don't know how you spell your name, but uh, sure. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> That's too many, too many consonants. And, uh, anyway, uh, we have talked before that there is not a lot of this material. It's tough to get. There are consequences. Here is a speaker at the World Economic Forum. And, of course, one of the other things they're talking about at this forum is climate. That's why John Kerry's there. I'm surprised Garcetti didn't go there just because he loves climate uh, discussions. The Welcome Trust Director for Climate and Health, Alan Dangor, wants to talk and did talk about uh, cobalt mining. Let's listen. We mine for cobalt. And we don't recognize that cobalt mining has a catastrophic impact if it's, if it's you know, uh, uh, local cobalt mining, or even if it's large-scale cobalt mining. It's really horrific. There's now very nice evidence, in fact, on the impact it has on the health of uh, women and children, especially uh, it has substantial negative impacts on, the fet on fetal growth and fetal health. So, uh, but that's evidence that's relatively new and relatively recently identified. So the reason I'm saying this is there are trade-offs here. So you could go down the line in cobalt mine and move the community out, and that would be horrific, and there would be all sorts of problems, of course. But without that data, you can't, you know, understanding the broader impacts of what we're trying to achieve, understanding biodiversity impacts, understanding health impacts, bringing all of that evidence together, it's very difficult to make the right choice. God, these people. And we need that evidence to, in order to make sure that when we lead with our heart, we have evidence to support <laughs> oh, that action. And I, There's you know, more. Imagine listening to this all week. And led with my heart. You'd have well, to, you'd this have is a guy trying to walk the fine line because right. he's about climate. We need to move towards EVs, but he's torn a bit because there are consequences to mining cobalt. Okay, look, these people are phonies. The, that, the, the cobalt mines that are owned by China in Africa, in, in the Congo, for example, they're, they're, the employees are African slaves. They're absolutely treated like slaves. And eventually, I'm, I want to see if this particular fact starts making all the progressives feel guilty. 
Because often they, they'll, they'll suddenly jump to a new trendy human rights issue. Right. If it, you, know, so, you, know, you, you notice how suddenly there's an issue and everybody believes it the same day? I'm, I'm waiting for this one to jump because if, if, you, if you actually saw any video or film of the horrific working conditions that these African women and children have to have to work under it it's it's just oh they're digging horrendous. in the mines too i thought it was oh, just the men no 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 it, it's a lot of women and children i saw a film on this because he said that they suffer the worst and i thought why the, because are they actually working in the mines you say they, they are they right? are working in the mines and they're working for almost no money the chinese uh business executives treat them horrifically i mean this is really going back you know 200 years in human development Right, And there isn't a tremendous amount of cobalt dust in the air. And it not only affects the miners, but it affects the people in the nearby villages. See, the um, president of the Republic of the Congo. Yeah, I'm looking at this Wall Street Journal from article from 2018. And you're right. They're in there. They have to dig by hand. Oh, yeah. They use picks, shovels, and bare hands to unearth rocks rich with the metal. Oh, yeah. This is like the Egyptian slaves who built the pyramids. (laughs) <laughs> there is a high injury and high fatality rate. Uh, they're breathing in all this toxic dust. It's affecting the villages. But the president of the Republic of Congo, when he, he cut a deal with China. He said, here, have at the minerals. And the Chinese said, we'll build roads and schools for you. Oh, and that's so the, the trade-off. The, right? the, the, and, and this guy was terribly corrupt. And so he went for the deal, sold out his own people. And they they get next to nothing. This is dollar a day stuff. This is because that's what the Chinese do back in their home country too, right? Yeah. All the people making Apple products are getting almost nothing. Yeah. So we can have cheap phones and cars, right? And you need cobalt to make the phones and the iPads as well. You do, yes. So, the, not to mention the terrible environmental destruction that's going on in these countries. And I'm just thinking. How long, I mean, how big a phony are these progressives? How, right. what, what size phony are they? Because eventually, and I don't That's think... That's why they, you said something like, there's a trade-off there. Well, there's a trade-off there. We might yeah. get cleaner air, less climate change problems, yeah. but we'll kill all these people. In the That's country. right. They're going to die of terrible diseases. They're probably going to end up with some version of black lung like the coal miners in West Virginia get. Yeah, and 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 it's 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 just unbelievably a messy, dirty process, <laughs> and and also also you could uh, buzz around in your super cool electric vehicle. I, I it's really unconscionable, and, and so so are, are, I don't I get so aggravated in listening to these preening pompous progressives when they carry on about the injustices here in America, and they drive around in their electric car. And the terrible degradation of human beings in the Congo. It's just, and they must know about it by now. Yeah. They should know about it. I mean, the New York Times a year or two ago did a very long story on it, complete with photos. And about it's, it's, the cobalt in the Congo? Oh, it's just, no, it is brutal. It is brutal beyond your imagination. There's a film, and I don't remember the guy who did it, but I went to a film festival a couple of years ago, and this was one of the featured films. And I believe he was in Ethiopia, maybe the Congo. Anyway, he, he, he took film of the, uh, the, the mining workers and how terribly abused they were. And, and they were just these downtrodden women and children who have no other source of income. 
It's like it's like being in China. They, these people work for a dollar a day because they have to. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 to 4 every day, and we're on the podcast on the uh, app. John and Ken On Demand. Yeah, I want to remind you that the Moist Line is coming back in a few days. We invite you to participate. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. Last year was a, uh, last week, last Friday, in the 3 o'clock hour, that's when we play the calls now, was quite an entertaining collection of people to start off the real Moist Line in the new year. Coming up after 3 o'clock, the war on the single-family home included a bill passed in Sacramento to encourage people to divide up their lot and build duplexes, and it's a flop. Great. We'll talk about it after the news at 3 o'clock. There is the family of an Orange County public defender, a deputy public defender, who would doubt the story coming from Mexican officials. This man, Elliot Blair, went to Mexico with his wife to celebrate their first wedding anniversary. This is in Baja, California, section of Mexico, and he died. The official word is that he fell from the third floor balcony of the Las Rocas Resort and Spa in Rosarito Beach. However, this is where the story begins to divide. The official word from investigators in Mexico is that he fell. A tragic accident. The family thinks it was a murder. And it's gotten difficult because they're talking about cremating his body. Supposedly, the family says Mexican officials urge them repeatedly to cremate the body. They have rejected that because they want their own autopsy and investigation to see whether or not their belief that he was murdered is correct. Uh, The Baja California State's Attorney General labeled it an unfortunate accident and say it's probably because he had consumed a lot of alcohol. Uh, Apparently, the family says that actually they believe that he was probably pushed, not from the balcony of the hotel room, but some sort of outer hallway area, which was kind of open air, and there's also some sort of railing there, too. Well, why, why does the Mexican government care? Just release the body and let the family do its uh, its own... Uh... Well, if they, if they, here's the difference. If they believe it's a murder, Mexico's not going to do anything to investigate who killed this man. That's the problem the family has. They want to write this off as an accident and say, see you later, here's the body, go. Well, how are you going to argue with the Mexican government? Well, they're trying to make a public case out of this, so there's enough objection raised, maybe through diplomatic channels, I don't that know. they need to take a closer look at that, what happened. That's, uh, that they're con- saying that, that the, the country's yeah. government is so messed up, it's so corrupt, it's so run by the drug cartels. I, I mean, complaining to them, you should just take the body back to America, do the autopsy here or the toxicology here, and and and, and bury the bury the guy. But arguing with the Mexican government. You're never well, going to get anywhere. I think they think if he was murdered, they'd like to find who did it. You, I just they don't... work in the legal profession, so that's probably important right. to them. Yeah, but the government is trying to get them to burn the body. So what does that tell you? Well, that's why they're suspicious, right? That, that, right. That's like a cover-up. Yeah, well, exactly. 
That means I don't know not- why. The, why would the government tell him to cremate the man? And I don't even understand that. Now, the family says he spoke fluent Spanish. He was familiar with the hotel's layout. They say that he didn't fall from a balcony, but this open-air walkway outside the room's front door, which I described a moment ago, he was found in his underwear, a T-shirt he slept in and socks. That's what they found. What I wonder is, what does the wife have to say? Wasn't she there? You don't see much on that. No, I don't, I don't hear the family explaining how he would end up out there in his underwear. And I don't see anything as to how much alcohol he had in his system, if any. Yeah, so, they claim that a full autopsy will... Uh, the family's claiming he was not drunk. And what you don't know is what kind of weird situations people get into. I mean, you know, people do, you know, indulge in drugs. And so was it some kind of, a, you know, drug contact that, that, that you know, had a bad uh, disagreement with? I mean, or maybe it was know. mistaken identity. That can happen, too. But it looks like the government's not interested in finding out, which is really suspicious. Or and- maybe it's some sort of compromise story where maybe he was a bit drunk, and for some reason he wandered outside and got into some dispute with somebody who threw him over the railing. I don't know. I, that's what the family just wants the answers. They're claiming yeah. he wasn't drunk at the time. And we don't know. Of course, the Mexican authorities are saying there was a substantial amount of alcohol in his body. See, but I, I'd like to hear, the wife apparently is also a public defender. I'd like to hear what she says and what she knows. The wife is Kimberly Williams. Wasn't she around? I would think so. They went there to celebrate their first wedding anniversary. Was she not in the hotel room with them when he fell off the balcony? And if he didn't fall off the balcony... Does she remember him going into the hallway and encountering someone who threw him off the balcony? In his underwear. In his underwear. Was there a knock at the door, which got well, them and what would get, whoever it was came to the wrong door and said you were sent to kill somebody and just, I don't know. What would get somebody to throw this person off a balcony? What kind of dispute could that possibly be? That's why I thought mistaken identity. This is somebody hired to carry out some sort of murder and try to make it look like an accident. So you don't shoot him or stab him, but you mm, push him off a balcony to his death. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens to this poor family as they try to figure out what really happened to this man. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Right, coming up after uh, 3 o'clock, it's already a flop. This idea that people would be able to divide up their lots and build duplexes and single-family home properties is not getting much reaction from people around the state. We'll talk yeah. about that after the news at 3 o'clock. And we'll tell you that uh, L.A. County claims it did grab a lot of dirty stormwater during the recent rains. This is coming up in the big 3 o'clock hour, along with, of course, another keyword for your chance to win some money in the KFI cash refill contest. Well, this rarely happens, but um, a polar bear killed two people in Alaska. You know, reports of polar bear attacks are so rare that a study... From 1870 to 2014, that's a lot of years, 73 attacks by wild polar bears. That's how rare they are. And Well, because uh, you're not supposed to, there's hardly any people who live where a polar bear is. Yeah, we're talking about Canada, Greenland, Norway, Russia, and the U.S. 20 fatalities, 63 injuries from those attacks. But you'll like the next paragraph, John. Climate change, melting ice, polar bears are coming into more contact with human beings. Oh, stuff it. (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> is racism in there too? Eh, more encounters. Oh, Apparently, a- this was a very small Alaskan village, and a woman and a child were ripped up by this polar bear. Well, what what are the exact circumstances? Were they the were they Western walk- Alaska town of Wales? Were they walking down the street, and the polar bear was hiding behind a, a lamppost? I'm not so them? sure there was a street. This is a tiny remote community in Alaska. Well, yeah, maybe the, maybe the community shouldn't be there. Uh. Well, it's probably their native lands. They I mean, may have been there for generations. Yeah, but the polar bear's been there longer. Hmm. When 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 animals attack you, is because you are living in their environment. But we have such narcissism in our species that we think wherever we create a community, it's now everybody else is off limits. And when animals come after us, it's an outside attack, and the bear must be killed, or the coyote must be killed, or what? It's like no. The coyote and the the bear, we infringed on them. We should be eaten for infringing on them. Hmm. I thought you felt differently with the mountain lion situation. Did I? Eating the chihuahuas, yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, we have to live somewhere, and if they come into our territory, they can't just eat us. Well, it's not our territory. Nothing is? It's always, no. We're the intruders. Well, now you sound like those activists who want us out of the United States because we took land from the people that lived here before us. Except. Now you want to leave all the land for no, the animals. Except the, 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 the natives also intruded on America as well. They came originally from across the Bering Strait. Oh, so no Asia. people then because people are intruding on animal lands everywhere. No, no we can intrude, but the price you pay is a bear's going to eat you once in a while. Then I kill the bear, can I? No. Well, why not? If he's going to eat me, why can't I kill him? It's you, self-defense. You're, no, it's, you're tra- no, because we're trespassing. You can kill a trespasser. <laughs> we can live together, but you have to recognize like the hierarchy. But I can kill something that's going to kill me. That's basic self-defense. Mm, not if you're a trespasser. You have to take the... Uh, if the polar bear gets me and you put hit. him on trial, yeah, you could say that he's allowed to kill a trespasser. Well, <laughs> you're not supposed to kill trespassers. That's a little more No. <laughs> No, 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 no. You're supposed to uh, charge them with trespassing and put them through the legal system, not the Oh, them. oh, I got to remember that. In uh, another attack case, completely different, but really, I have never seen anything like this in all the stories of kidnapping and, let's say, drive-through window encounters. You know, when you go to a fast food restaurant, or in this case, it's a Starbucks Police in Washington state arrested a man because apparently when he was at the drive through window and the worker, it's a woman, was giving him change, he reached out and grabbed her and tried to drag her into his car and take her. He was holding a looped zip-tie device, which Mm. would indicate he was serious about running off with this Starbucks worker. He dragged through the drive through window, which, by the way, there's video of. They have all sorts of cameras set up at these drive throughs uh, because that, of is, what can happen. Is this guy not wearing a shirt? Well, no, I think he is. He's got tattoos, but I think it's a light-colored shirt. It, oh, okay. I, yeah, can you see oh, the wrinkles in it on his top left arm? Or do you well, have a, you have have a photocopy? A, I have a black and white photo. So yeah, it doesn't work as well as looking at it. Direct. No, it looks uh, like he's a light-colored shirt on. I see. It's kind of a heavy, sort of semi-bearded guy. He's got a tattoo on his uh, forearm that reads yeah. Chevrolet. Uh, oh, is that what it <laughs> He tried. So she yanks her arm back and shuts the window. 
he reaches his arm out again, and then he drives away, and he left the change on the ground. Oh, I can You're see right. There's a unique tattoo that reads Chevrolet. Mm. But did they have arrested him? All right, what drug was he on? Uh, the answer to everything is what drug is the guy on? That explains all this behavior. They... <laughs> I'm looking at the video now. Have you actually seen the video? No, I've just got the photos. Oh, okay. They released the video of him. She's reaching out with like a $1 bill, and he grabs her right arm, and then he's got this zip tie in his other hand, and he started to try to attach it to her, but she pulled back really quickly. I mean, what kind of a weirdo tries to kidnap a woman Working well, in a drive-thru window at a know, Starbucks. It's what? what Sheriff Bianco said. He <laughs> said almost every single case they have where where a guy is acting irrationally and violently, right, towards the police or to people in his home, almost every case, it's either drugs or booze. Because when your brain is, is at rest, right? Yeah. Then you're going to act somewhat normally. You're not going to do something extreme. You're not. You're not going to uh, attack somebody violently. You're. You're. You're going to. You're going to respond properly. It. 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 This is all drugs. But pulling a. Pulling a. I hate that word, barista. <laughs> they did use stupid, that in the article. Stupid it's word. just a Starbucks worker. Yeah, it's a, st- a cashier or a ca- whatever. Yeah, you a cashier. It. Right. The woman that work on the drive-through a, window. A server. A server. I know. A barista, yeah. Stop with the barista. Like more credit as being some sort of fancy, <laughs> educated, trained worker. I know. I'm a licensed barista. Is that next or something Great. like that? <laughs> you go ahead. You pay off your college loan with that. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. There probably was some sort of drug-induced state where he just got wild enough well, to say, you know what, I'm going to go to the Starbucks well, and drag me a woman what would out it, of the window. What would it take to get you worked up enough to drag a woman through a, a, a drive through <laughs> window? A drive through window. Right? I mean... Uh, she's not going to resist what she fit, but the fact that he had the zip tie tells me that that's really what he planned to do because well, he wanted to yeah. restrain her. He had a whole evening in front of him. <laughs> yeah, I guess he did. A little coffee and uh, a Just, lady through the window. That's right. Tie her up, throw her in the back seat, take her home. All right. When we return, uh, we talked about this a lot while they were working on passing it. It was one of these bills in Sacramento to get more housing in the state, and this was to allow people to convert their homes into duplexes on a single family lot or to divide the whole land in half and build it on a duplex for four units. Well, it's flopped, which is nice. We'll talk about that and more. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. 
Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.